0: Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the... Clear- Course in Miracles podcast. It's amazing how sensitive these microphones are. I always think I'm being silent, and then very often I listen to the recording. I go back and listen, and you can hear the breathing and the, like that, the bumping, the bumping of the knee against the, the dresser. I actually have this studio set up on a dresser in my bedroom because that was the most inexpensive way to create a studio. Podcasting is available for everyone, but to get like a really high quality studio set up that's perfect that has good acoustics, that's good auditorially, you got to spend a little bit of money. So the money I spent was to tack a blanket a comforter up to my wall and then place my computer on top of a dresser in my bedroom and then put a blanket over the dresser to mute the sound because there was too much of an echo in the big room, in the room I would prefer to podcast from, in case you cared. So Course in Miracles podcast is an assignment of the Holy Spirit from the Holy Spirit Thanks to each and every one of you again for your participation in this project. appreciate every single one of you. We are continuing with our review, Section 4, Lesson 147, My Mind Holds Only What I Think with God. And again, we are taking five minutes and we are sinking in to that thought. We're letting that thought take over our consciousness, take over our way of being or take over our being to infiltrate us and infiltrate it will. We want our thinking to be infiltrated by the Holy Spirit. That's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with being infiltrated by the Holy Spirit. I don't know if infiltrate, if, there's a, if, there's a, if negativity is implicit in that definition, in the definition of infiltrate, but we want the Holy Spirit to take over our thinking. So we're waking up with this review period, we're waking up, we're having our coffee, we're doing whatever, and then we're getting present, and then we're saying, my mind holds only what I think with God, and we're doing that for five minutes with our timer, our iPhone, whatever, and then we are reminding ourselves of the review, the, the lessons that we are in fact reviewing for that day. Lesson 133, I will not value what is valueless, and lesson 134, excuse the text message that came in lesson 134 let me forgive let me perceive forgiveness as it is and we're just reminding ourselves of those lessons throughout the day side note i'm talking about hawkins david hawkins a lot i have been having his he's got a book i think it was his last book that he that he wrote called letting go which is a it's kind of like a more of a self-help sort of user-friendly type of a book and Right at the beginning, there's a chapter or a section of a chapter called The Mechanism of Letting Go. And The Mechanism of Letting Go is very simply when you have a negative feeling or if you have like perhaps a negative thought form like, I'm so stupid, I'm so dumb, I'm always late, what's wrong with me? I hate my mom, I hate my dad, I hate my teachers, I hate police, whatever. You can trace those thoughts back to an emotion. So it is actually our subconscious emotions or our conscious emotions, semi-conscious emotions that dictate our thoughts. So our emotions are in charge of our thoughts. It's not the other way around. And what you can do is you can identify a thought pattern and you can trace it back to a feeling. So let's say you've got a, a... you know, a broken heart and, oh no, poor me, I'll never find another Susie Q or Johnny Cakes or whomever. You can trace that thought back to the feeling below it, which would be, you know, a feeling of what we would label devastation. Uh, oftentimes in cases of heartbreak, we would label that feeling as a feeling of being devastated. And what you do is you very simply be with the thought, or not the thought, you very simply just be with the emotion, just sit and experience the emotion itself. So there might not be thoughts, there might be just raw emotion. What we tend to do is avoid feeling our feelings. And as a result, and and then we distract ourselves with addictions or, you know, habits, unhealthy habits with eating or, you know, sex or um, extreme sports, sort of like the The way that I just got injured, I was avoiding being with and experiencing a feeling and so as to to not feel what there was to feel in that moment, I took my electric skateboard. I told myself a little story that I needed to take my electric skateboard for a ride. And I was injured as the result of resisting the feelings that were coming up inside of, con- inside of my consciousness. The feelings I was resisting had to do with procrastination and the finishing of my book and the final touches and also the fear associated with releasing this project into the world, releasing this work of art into the world. And so instead of sitting and experiencing the feelings there... I distracted myself with some extreme sport style activity and I snapped both the bones in my arm in half. So the process of letting go, what it means is you're letting go of the resistance. You're letting go of resisting the feeling and you're sitting and you're experiencing the feeling and the feeling alone. And you'll find that if you cease resisting the feeling and the feeling alone and you just experience it, it will dissipate in a matter of three to seven minutes. It will just become lighter, and then when it comes up again, you stop, you drop, you stop what you're doing. You, uh, I was going to say stop, drop, and roll, but that doesn't make sense. You, you, if you can, you cease what you're doing, and you just devote all of your attention to the experiencing of the feeling itself. You can do this while driving. You can do this while waiting in line. You can do this. Um, pretty much anywhere. So it's a very, very, very profound and very practical and very powerful technique. So I'm always referring to the person in the checkout line who's taking too long. And so instead of sitting and experiencing the discomfort associated with that, You can sit and actually feel the anger on purpose, and you can use the thinking aspects. Of course, a miracle is much more thinking-oriented as opposed to feeling-oriented. You can then call in the Holy Spirit to assist you in the surrendering to the feelings that are showing up in consciousness, and you can have very powerful breakthroughs. So that's a really good Hawkins book if you wanted to sort of I guess to start with, that would be that, that would be a good one to start with if you don't want to get into the really deep spiritual works that he created, particularly eye reality and subjectivity and the eye of the eye. But uh, again, as I said, letting go is kind of a, it's almost like a manual. It's more user-friendly. It's more like self-help. It's kind of like a, a practical application of his contribution to the world. So... Go out and make some miracles happen. Devote your day to miracles and feel free to reach out if you have any questions, comments, any experiences you'd like to share. I will talk to you next time on the Course in Miracles podcast. Check out Hawkins. Maybe check out a, an anonymous program if you're struggling with uh, compulsion or an addiction. Do whatever you, maybe check out a church. Maybe check out a mega church. You never know. Uh, do whatever you can do to move your existence forward today. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.